Red Room Theater, Episode 1, Stand By Me. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater, where we watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We are your hosts, Ernesto Alaniz and Antonio Marino. And every week, we look at uh, one of the movies that helped raise us, raise us up. We talk about how that movie raised us wrong and how it raised us right. Today, we're tackling the film Stand By Me. So uh, Stand By Me is from a short story by Stephen King. Now, Stephen King has been in our lives for a long time. Right? He's our guy. Um, and he's not just a horror guy. He did a lot of movies that weren't horror. His most famous being? It. Well, it's his horror movie, but it's his non-horror film that he did that's the most awesomest movie ever. Man. <laughs> put you on the spot, boy. You already, right off the bat, you put me on the spot. Dude. Dude, everything that I'm thinking of is horror. No, you Shawshank Redemption, King. dude. Oh, man. No. I, you know what, though? You know, that's, that will slip your mind Cause, because cause, it's so incredible, and there's, it's real life. It's amazing. People don't think King does more than horror, um, but King, some of his best work, like Shawshank Redemption, maybe one of the best films ever made. Then The Green Mile. I was just going to say Green Mile is Stephen King, and there it's... It's so far beyond what he's famous for because it like the the story you fall in love with the characters it's it's like a it's a happy funny like good like there's in the darkness it's it's humorous it's it's uh he's such an amazing writer I love King and, and I know King is notorious for blowing the ending <laughs> uh. but his drama generally I mean Shawshank the the ending hits fully Shawshank is one of those movies that if you're channel surfing and it's on, you, you're going to watch 45 minutes of it and not realize it because i got to see the next part. I, I, I've seen it 100 times. I just got to wait for this, this awesome part. Like um, the Hank Williams <laughs> in the library. <laughs> but uh, So we love King. And Stand By Me, no one knows it's him. It's a short story he did. I still can't believe it's King. Um, and it's, it's incredible. It's inc- and, it, the, the, and the ending hits solid. Oh. So Stephen King uh, wrote this, directed, directed by Rob Reiner. Um, Rob Reiner, I know nowadays he's not as, as, as around as much as he was, but man, back in the day, Princess Bride. Is his son, the, who's the one that did Juno? Is that his Is boy? Is that Rob Reiner's son? I don't quote me on that. I, I have a feeling that was Rob Reiner's son's first movie. And if I forgot was, what the guy's name was. Yeah, I, I don't know his name. If it was, it's amazing. If not, we just gave mad props to somebody that's not Rob Reiner's son. <laughs> so Rob Reiner did Princess Bride, and he did this movie, this oh, movie. Princess Bride, dude. Oh. 80s Rob Reiner rules. Sleepers in Seattle, you know, all those kind of films. You've got mail. <laughs> and this movie is full of the, the, like a great cast. You have River Phoenix as uh, Chris Chambers. Corey Cor- Feldman. We got one, half of the, the, the Corys. <laughs> we got okay, what's Corey Feldman's best movie ever, dude? Ooh. Okay, I'm torn because um, Lost Boys is up there. I love the Lost Boys. But Goonies is like... Is that, the, is that Feldman again? Or is it the other Corey? Is that Haim? It's Feldman, Holmes. Oh, okay, okay. It's hard. Did I forget? Haim's not... Doesn't have... The the same, I don't know. I feel like Feldman's a better Corey, but I, you know, rest in peace, Corey Ham. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Will Wheaton of Star Trek: Next Generation fame. You have a. <laughs> That's Will Wheaton. That's Will Wheaton, dude. That's uh, Wesley Crusher. 
Dude, the, the Wesley Crushers, Bang Bang Theory. Dude. Yes, dude. Um, that's Will Wheaton. Too you bad get, that's his performance of a lifetime. And even Vern, the, the fat, unpopular friend. Too bad the fat, unpopular friend is married to Rebecca Romaine. No. Today, she, yes. Well, that's Jerry O'Connell. She's, He's in Jerry Maguire. He was on that show Sliders, yes. which was a stupid show, but it was cool sci-fi. Um, he, oh. He's trying really hard to get Michael Strahan's job with that Kelly Ripa show, too, right now. Is he? Big time. Jerry O'Connell. Yes. I can't believe that's Vern. Because Vern. It's Vern, dude. He was the fat, dorky kid (laughs) that lost his pennies under the porch. (laughs) How many? How long did it go? Months. It was months. Nine months, man. Um, Stand by me. I watched this so many times as a little kid. And uh, one of my my wheelhouses for movies. I love movies about boys hanging out together. Just the homies on their bikes. I love it, dude. ET. I mean, it's trails. why it's for me why uh, Stranger Things is so it's the best. It's the sleeper of the year, dude. Oh, that that just homeboys riding bikes, talking trash, going on adventures, being nerds, being themselves, finding a group of kids where you can be yourself, and they love it. It's that's oh, that's there's nothing better. Nothing better. Even E.T., when they're riding their bikes. I mean, take on all the flying and all the craziness. That's, that's the homies hanging, dude. It's the best. It's a world our kids will never know. That, you know what? Because they won't be able to go somewhere where they don't have service on their phone. Exactly. We were, I mean, Dukes, Lake, Trails, UP, dude. I mean, it, times when you could leave the house... When when the you know it's early in the morning and you just as long as you're back before the sun goes down, mom don't care because there's no danger out there. It's crazy adventures. I love it. So we're not gonna get into the meat of our podcast, and this is something very unique to what we do. We 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 love movies. I mean, this is our first podcast. We can talk a little bit about our lives, dude. We say we were raised by movies. We're not talking trash. No, we we learn. We literally learn to shave from *Lethal Weapon* three. I thought of part two. No, three. Three, because it's when, uh, I forget the kid's name, but Danny Glover's, Glover's boy, son, yeah. his, his homie got killed because he was a, a dope dealer and, you know, doing the gang life. With the and cop ready, killer bullets. Yeah, cop killers, dude. That's right. I'm getting too old for this bleep. <laughs> but he, the, the son was getting ready for the funeral. And he looked uh, at that's his the dad scene? and he said, that was my friend. And remember, Danny Glover hugs him, and he's got shaving cream on his face and that's his shirt. That's right. Yes, that's that's where we learned to shave. I mean, a little, uh, you got to go with the grain. Don't go against the grain. <laughs> I learned how to talk to girls from like a Bronx tale in this boy's life. Um, I mean, it's crazy. Like things I this boy's life. Woo. <laughs> we'll get to that one one day. Um, we did. We literally just all of our ideas of manhood came from film. In, in uh, good soundtracks. That's why we love mu- uh, music so much. Legit. I mean, I, I was just listening to Howard Stern today and his reruns all week, and John Cusack was on. It's an re- episode from 2011, and it's you, you forget how many movies he was in that made us like... I mean, what, what's the one where he's in the record store? Works in the record store? High Fidelity. High Fidelity. I mean, oh my goodness. That, if, if record stores were a thing nowadays, that'd be the best job ever. But... Now everything's on iTunes. Everything's digital. It's just that's that's why Stand by Me is so amazing because it goes back in the day when the homeboys they, they were, were walking train tracks. They were, I mean, there was no phones. You tell your mom you're staying the night at a friend's house. They're not gonna call your cell phone. You don't have a cell phone. Ugh. But because of this, this uh, we, we, I mean, and we watched 
hundreds of movies. All the movies. When I was in high school, there was a, a video store by our house, and I'd work till 10 o'clock at night, ride my bike home, about five miles from all those carry out, and I'd bike home, and I'd stop at Video Giant and get two, Giant. two movies, two for one, Monday through Thursday. Yep. We'd go home, stay up till 2 a.m., watch these movies, and go to bed up for school the next day. I mean, we watched everything. It every, was Every it, rating, everything. Oh, Oh, it was. We actually. I watched RoboCop. How old were you in RoboCop? Watched RoboCop. Seven. Yeah, we were younger than ten. Younger than ten. That, that I that scene that stuck with me was when he got his hand blown off. No, 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 no. My just, goodness. <laughs> and you know what's insane is I'm watching Sons of Anarchy right now, and Murphy is in it right now, and he's the oldest dude of all time. <laughs> and I'm like, how old am I? How, <laughs> when, what year did RoboCop come out? But uh, so every time we do a podcast, we talk about a movie, how much we love it, and we'll work our way through. This is our first episode, but um, do we have that movie raised us right and raised us wrong? Because, I mean, film and story has an impact. It influences our lives. It's got to be a good story, though. Yes. You got to be into it. You got to relate to it. Because there is some, like, I mean, I don't know how people love Transformers and stuff like that. You're trying to, you're trying to find anything in the storyline to grab onto. And it's got to be relatable to life because we were raised by movies, raised by good movies. Now people run out of ideas. They don't even, there's not even a new idea anymore. I mean, everything's a remake. There's a Lethal Weapon TV show now, dude. Come on. So Stand By Me did a lot of good things for us. It raised us right in a lot of ways. The first thing it gave to us, young, and it's been in our lives, like, since, I mean, we were young, since, I mean, seven, eight, boy, boys need to have their boys. Say by me, you see these friends hanging out, just guys together, laughing. Completely being, different personalities that click in some way. And there's this friendship and loyalty and brotherhood, and growing up, that was really important to us. I mean, I don't know, I've never lived anywhere I didn't have boys. I go somewhere new and move. I find a crew to be my boys. And when a boy's your boy, then your boy, like for me, my guys are my guys like forever. Dude, I'm telling you, there's, there's times that I think, because we, we moved around a lot as young kids. And I, and I get on Facebook and I try to punch in names of homies that I had at places I lived. And it's just like the most common name. So there's a thousand oh. of them and you can't find them because... If I, there's some like like uh, I had a, a best friend in middle school, uh, Robert Minyard, my homie. I remember my Robert Minyard. I just became friends with him on Facebook yesterday, and we're already talking about getting together. And, and he was asking if I still live in Waterford, and of course I live in Flint now. Didn't he jump, like, jump off the garage and break his leg? Uh, that was his dad <laughs> jumped off the garage, bounced in the trampoline, and broke his collarbone because he was trying to sh- be cool in front of us. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, dude. dude. You follow Robert Minyard. Robert Minyard was the man, dude. Me, Robert Minyard, Steve Morgan. I mean, we were like a trio. And then middle school happened, and then high school happened. Right. You know, high school happens, and, it, and just like Stand By Me. And you know, it's, it, we'll get to that. Okay. So that idea of needing friends. And what's crazy, in high school, I lost that for a bit. In high school, I went so girl crazy, I almost abandoned dudes and just chased girls, <laughs> girls forever. will ruin it. He, and, dude. And in college, man, woman haters club, dude. dude remember. In college, and this sounds so stupid. I literally gave up, like I literally took a vow of, of, of like celibacy from even talking to women. I just wouldn't talk to any women, which I know sounds stupid, but I'm, I'm a dramatic human being. And I just started to learn how to be friends with guys again. And the friends I made in college have been my boys ever since. 
Like these, these, this crew of guys, they help me move. We build each other's houses. We, 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 we go to the, we, we the hospital for each other's children, each other's godfathers. It's awesome. I tell you what, your boys from college, I know most of them. Yeah. And they love me too. That's how much boys you are with them. It's, it's yeah, awesome. hard to love, baby. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all, man. I know. I'm just talking about a country song. Okay. <laughs> but uh, one thing that movie gave to us was the, we, we know the need for fellas. And uh, I, almost, I almost forgot the lesson when I first, you know, when puberty first hit. Dude. I almost. Puberty ruined all of us. Dude, I would there was a season of life I would have sold out my best friend for I'm a girl. I'm telling you, you will dog your homie to talk to his woman, and and, <laughs> and you're and you're and she's looking at you like you you just a chump, dude. Oh, but I got past that. Thankfully, the hormones leveled out. It goes all it all goes back to that. If I knew then what I know now, you can never get it back. Nope. But if you have the homies, they're there for life. Legit. Unlike these women. Oh. Nah, I'm just kidding. Okay, second thing we learned. Everyone's family sucks in different ways, and it's okay, because we know that firsthand. There, I mean, a lot of the adventures that we went on was because we didn't want to be home, and a lot of the people that we met, even though they had both parents at home, or they, you know, they had good jobs, they had money, they had everything that they wanted. There were still things that they had at their house that sucked just as bad to them as the craziness we had at our house. But when we hit the street together. We didn't think about any of that. When we hit the pool, Glengarry Apartments, all our homies would come over, and we'd be swimming together, running through the woods together, going through that crazy pipe. I mean, dude. It, it, it's easy to think that your life is the worst. Stay by me. I love it because everyone's family's broken in different ways. Uh, whether it's a, you know, it's a, 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 like what stinking Teddy Duchamp's dad burn his ear off, dude, is in a psych Ooh, ward. And he sticks up for him, loves, loves him, because that's his dad. And he stormed the beach in Normandy. He's <sighs> proud of his dad. His dad almost killed him as a kid. Everybody knows his dad almost killed him. He's in the loony bin. <laughs> I'm going to call all your parents except for yours. Loony, loony, loony. <laughs> If you haven't seen Stand By Me, watch this movie. Um, but, uh, Steakin, then you have Will Wheaton's story, which is equally as tragic. It's so sad. Cusack's his older brother. Oh. Um, just going home. And his brother is where he's getting the most love. And, and he dies. And you see him go oh. home, and his parents are ghosts, and they don't talk to him. That happens because his brother was the, the football player, had the high school sweetheart. He was the man. And he's just, he's just so different. So, I mean, I guess when we watch that movie, it's like, okay, my life would be crazy, but apparently life is crazy. Everyone has some insanity. Everybody goes through the grinder. Everybody gets punched in the face. And you can't, it's not an excuse to, to stay on the ground. It's like your thumb forever. And said by me watching these characters who all have it hard, but together, they do all right. Dude, even, even the, um, now uh, Vern, his older brother's horrible. Oh, he's the worst big brother of all time. And, and, and Chris's brother, horrible. What's Chris's brother's name? I forget. I, I forgot what his name <sighs> Eyeball. Eyeball. He's the worst. And these young kids found each other, and their older brothers are horrible people, and they're homies. It's crazy. But uh, Jerry O'Connell, it's so funny. <laughs> Artie Lang on how Stern used to always say, that's the fat kid from Stand By Me. <laughs> <laughs> Married to Rebecca Romaine. Um, next thing, this thing that came to both of us, I think, pretty clearly, is a love for the outsiders. Because the Stand By Me characters, they're not the cool kids at school. 
um, what, what Chalmers, Chambers, he's the thief. And what does his dad say to him? Wish you had friends like your brother. Like, your own friend's a thief. Like, his family's known to be the bad family in town, the bad seed. And then you got, I mean, just the kids are, are I mean, they're goofy. They're not cool. They're not good with the ladies. They're kind of, kind of the loser club is what they are. And even, like, I, I watched watch Stand By Me, dude, and I hate to admit this out loud, but I, when I was, for a long time, I was Vern, dude. For we a long, all had a phase of Vern, dude. Dude, I was the annoying friend who wasn't cool. Was like, guys, guys, I want to see some awesome guys. Come on, guys. Who would win in a fight? <laughs> <laughs> I was that lame friend. We all were that lame friend, man. And what's crazy is when you, when you, when you, you find your own voice and you get kind of cool, it's very easy to forget those guys. Dude, I, I'm going to tell you something. This is a story that's true. In Flint, I had a buddy of mine named Jeff. You remember this kid? Jeff. Our thick glasses. Was that Waterford? This is Flint Town. Oh, it's not Geoff? No. Okay. Um, Stinking this Jeff. kid. He. Uh, what school? Had to be Sobe. Was it Sobe? It wasn't Andrew? No, no, Andrew's awesome, Andrew dude. Andrew was the man, dude. He's the man. He, he was a fighter, too, dude. Dude. But uh, this kid, white boy in a black school. We were friends, and we had, we were both nerds. Like I move away from Flint, come back, and I was a little you taller. You found him again, and he was still going to school. And I don't tell me this. I refused to admit that I knew him because he was so he's at the bottom of the stinking pile. You dog, <sighs> dude. I've I've done horrible. But the thing is, as I when, once I got older, I always. And it's, I don't mean to sound like, I'm awesome and I'm so popular. I've never been the popular kid, but I'm always in the middle of the pack. And I, I hate seeing someone not included. It's the worst. I'll bring people in. Just you grab them and bring them, introduce people to people. I love creating community. I love, I love hanging with the crazy crew. Um, I don't mean crazy psycho. I mean just sometimes people. It's just different, different crew. And the thing is, if you don't, intervene and bring somebody in everybody else isn't going to realize the awesome qualities that that kid has That's because they're right. too scared to see it because they, they're like ah we don't want this goofy mug around we were all that guy before legit um and for me this is what's very personal is this movie gave me a love for the power of storytelling um, watching Will Wheaton tell it, the story of the guy, the, 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 the lard butt. <laughs> lard A, dude. <laughs> watching him throw up. It's still, it's disgusting. It's watching a, him drink the castor oil, boy. Ooh. But uh, that, watching him tell his story and his boys, and, and watching River Phoenix tell him, you have a gift. Oh, just watching the reaction of his homies when he's telling it. They're in, dude. Like, I, since I am a reader, and I'm a writer to this day because that movie really convinced me because I wasn't an athlete. And I was very uncoordinated in, in, in high school. Um, I, 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 don't know how to, you know, I never learned how to throw a baseball or a football. Um, I, can't, I couldn't swing a hammer until I was a grown man. Um, just I've seen your kitchen, dude. You don't know how to swing the hammer. <laughs> but uh, Steakin, I, I have a novel on my desk at home that I'm editing right now, hoping to release January 1st. So... I mean, I love storytelling. Dude, I can't even get to the bottom of the page, dog. I start reading, and I'm like, what? I was thinking about something else. That's, no. why, I feel, that's, why, that's why this podcast is so awesome, because movies is what we do. Movies is the novel of our generation. Big time. Now, 
there's only one thing. Like, talk, blah, 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 blah. Sit down and talk about these movies, working out you know, what we're going to do for podcasts. And we're like, how did this movie raise us wrong? Did they give us anything bad at all and only gave us one thing that was bad? What did it give us, Tony? Oh, man, we love being jerks to our boys. To our <laughs> friends, we love just dogging and... Oh. And the thing is, I know ev- all guys are mean. It's, it's more of like a... It's not malicious, but it's, it's sometimes, <laughs> dude, sometimes it gets out of hand. We, cut, we sometimes, I've called friends to apologize after a party because it always happens because we just wreck someone too strong, dude. dude. Well, the problem is, is those, some of those same people we, we had to bring into the crew, they're trying to hang out, and it's UFC night. <laughs> oh man, there's been some bad times, dude. But uh, I'm, tr- I'm like, learning how to like. An, Sam and me got it really, did it really good. They're all, they're, they're fighting. So, but think with guys, we fight and we're cool the next day. That's, that's the best part about being a guy. You can knock each other down. And I mean, you fought like oh man, animals, fighting, dude. Just embarrassing each other. I mean, it was bad. What was the song when Vern kept trying to talk? I don't remember the song. Look at that singing over him, dude. That was hilarious. That was hilarious, dude. What is it? Something. I was on my way home. <laughs> la, la. It was so funny. And Vern couldn't get a word out edgewise, dude. Oh. Oh, man. But, uh. I've, I've, I've tried to get better at just affirming my guys, like telling. Like, and, and there's a scene where they're crying together in the middle of the night, where Chalmers or Chambers is crying. There's one where Will Wheaton cries. And it, it's, as guys, it's hard for us to be vulnerable anyway, and us being jerks doesn't help. So trying to learn how to be like not, you know, not trying to be a wuss or nothing, but just trying to be nice to our friends is. It's a rare thing. It's uh, especially when you start showing emotion and because we're huggers, man. I mean, I love hugging and, and 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 you know, I love building building people up. But sometimes it's just so easy just to tear somebody <laughs> and down. And Tony, oh. you are you're the mouth in the south. My brother over here sitting across from me can wreck a guy's life with a turn of freight. It is incredible, dude. It's 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 a curse, oh, dude. I'll, but it, I'll I'll. It's so fast that I'll see it in my head, and I'll just say it, and I'm like, why didn't I think? Just for a second, rather than just, oh, I've had some bad ones. But what are you going to do, man? I mean, that's why your boys are important, because they're going to love you when you're dumb. That Exactly. So, this is our first podcast. We're going to be pro- uh, sending these out every week, and... Uh, you follow us on Twitter at Red Room Theater. Now, we spell theater the European way. It ends with R-E. Theatre. Um So, at Red Room Theater. Check us out at Facebook at Facebook.com slash like Red Room Theater. Theatre. And so stupid, dude. So, uh, I'm Ernesto. And I'm Antonio. And we'll see you next week, guys. Cheap dime store. And